0: Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today I'm joined by Todd Gilliland on a 12-questions version of the podcast. Now, Todd Gilliland is 17 years old, which makes him the youngest person that I've ever done a 12-questions interview with, but I thought it would be good to get another one of the up-and-coming drivers, especially because Todd has really been lighting it up at the level in the last couple years. Um, very impressive guy. Uh, I've happened to have known him since he was a little kid. And I hate to say that because I sound old, but um, you know, I, I've, I've often heard other writers who have been around a long time, you know, cover somebody like Dale senior. Now they cover Dale jr. And they're like, I remember when Dale jr. Was a little kid and I'm like, Oh man, geez, those guys make themselves sound so old. But now I'm in a situation where I've been covering David Gilland. Um, Todd's father since I was at the Inland Valley Daily Bulletin and San Bernardino son in 2006, right before David set the world on fire with his Kentucky win that launched him into the Cup Series. So I can remember Todd as a little kid, and now here he is doing a 12 questions um, and driving quite well in stock cars with a bright future. So um, let's hear what 17-year-old Todd Gilliland had to say. All right, I'm here with Todd Gillam. We are at Sonoma Raceway, and he's getting ready to do the k West race today. Uh, Todd, how are you? I'm great. Uh, I'm excited to get back on the racetrack today. Awesome. So the first question is, um, how much of your success is based on your natural ability, and how much has come from working at it?
1: Um, I mean, everyone at Bill McNeil Racing gives me fast cars every week, and I think that's just easier to, s- to showcase my ability, you know, like um, – I think everyone out here has a great ability. It's just, um, you know, putting all the right pieces together, surrounding yourself with the right people, and, um, you know, luckily I have the right people around me. So Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Carl Edwards,
0: soon Dale Jr. have all either retired or are retiring in the next uh, year. What's your pitch uh, for fans of theirs to become fans of yours?
1: I mean, I think that they just need to start looking, like, to the future, and, um, and obviously now... Seeing like the first guys of the the new generation breaking through in in, uh, the Monster Energy Cup, I think that's really cool and inspiring for me. Um, Now, hopefully, you know people like me, Harrison Burton, uh, people like that are are the next wave that that fans can look to, and um, we can really gain a fan base early on to uh, to really lean on as move as we move up. Yeah, that makes sense. So, what's the hardest part of your job away from the racetrack? ah uh, school for sure um and trying to keep up with school and also going to the race shop balancing you know all that time um has really made me more responsible i think in the last year or so what year are you in school now uh, going into in the fall i'm going
0: to be a senior so i'm excited to be done with it nice very nice um so let's say a fan uh, spots you eating dinner in a nice restaurant should they come up to you for an autograph
1: or no I think so. I mean, why not? You know, I we think we're all approachable, we're all people, and, um, you know, especially right now, I don't think anyone will know me, but, you know, hopefully that does happen in the near future. So you would sort of welcome me. you'd be like, oh, hey, somebody knows me. Yes, I still get excited, you know, every time I, I think, like, in the past couple races, all the cup races I've been to, I've actually signed, like, one or two autographs for fans, that's been uh, exciting for me, so. Awesome. Um, what's a story in NASCAR that you don't think gets
0: enough coverage?
1: i don't know i think sometimes you could cover the guys in the back a little bit more like they're the ones that are trying to work harder to to be up front and you know everyone knows that they see that but um i think just you know sponsorship's hard in in monster Energy cup series so i think trying to maybe just even out like the tv coverage or something i'm not sure but um i think they do a good job covering everyone right now um who's the last driver you texted Mm, probably Derek Krause, my teammate. <laughs> uh, we text a lot all the time. And, um, you know, be, now being teammates at, at Bill McNally Racing, he's asked me uh, some questions about the race last year here. And, um, you know, we got wrecked on lap one, so we don't know much about it either. So uh, we're both kind of going into it kind of blind.
0: You're like, sorry, dude, I can't really help you much. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. You know, hopefully you can help me a little bit this time. Um, do you consider race car drivers to be entertainers? Um. Yeah. In a way, you know, I think that's why people come to the racetrack is to be entertained and um, to watch a great sport that everyone loves. So uh, I think once we get out there, we're all doing everything we can, and you are right on the edge. And I think that is entertaining to some people. What is your middle finger policy on the racetrack? Man, I've never flipped anyone off or anything like that yet. But um, I'm usually pretty calm in the race car. So uh, maybe that'll change though someday. So um, just. For now, trying to stay calm, fly under the radar. So has anybody flipped you off? Yes, in my first late model race, I was kind of reckless, and I hit, pretty much hit everything out there, and um, yeah, I got flipped off once. Okay. <laughs> um, so
0: some drivers keep a, like a payback list if somebody's done them wrong on the track, you know, revenge some, something like that. but do you also have a list if somebody like cuts you a brake, lets you in, something like along those lines?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think I definitely pay more attention to who races me cleaner than uh, dirtier. You know, and um, you know some people. Actually, Ronnie Bassett comes to mind this year. Like he's some people look at them as um, you know racing really aggressive, but we've raced super clean this year, and I really um, you no, know, I think we've gained respect for each other, and um, everyone in the K and N series, I think, has done a really great job of racing each other clean and uh, respecting each other. Um, who's the most famous person that you have had dinner with? Mm, that's I don't know about that one. Uh, man, who are some famous people? Like race car drivers? I mean, they could be the most famous. Yeah. Um. Man, I don't know. I don't think I've gone to dinner with anyone famous ever. Kyle Bush? Kyle Bush, Yes. We we ate at the same place at <laughs> at Dover. Okay. We were staying at the casino and. They walked in, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> You're in the same restaurant, but not in the same uh, table necessarily. Yes, exactly. So kind of the same, but different. All right. well,
0: it's not going to be... Maybe David Gilliland, most famous person.
1: Yes, probably David Gilliland. That's it.
0: Michelle Gilliland. Michelle Gilliland, yes. I follow her on social media. She's famous. Uh,
1: what is something about yourself that you would like to improve? Um, I think being able to just get out of the race car and do interviews better. I think that I've gotten better before races when I'm calm and stuff, but I think after races with the adrenaline and, um, I think I just need to take a couple deep breaths and, um, just really process, um, you know, my thoughts a little bit more. Uh, I don't, I haven't said anything bad, but it's just, they're a little bit sloppier. Um, you know, after the race, just being a little bit wore out and, you know, everything just racing through your head. I think you're doing pretty
0: good from, from what I've seen so far. I, I, I couldn't have put two thoughts together at 16 years old. So I think you're doing fine so far. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Um, So the question from the last guy was um, Eric Jones. And he was thinking back to when he was 16 and talking about how some of the pressure that he felt was to win big races, to get like big marks on his resume so that like he could prove to people I can win these big races. But he thought a lot of that was pressure he was putting on himself. So he wanted to ask you like, do you do you have that sense of like I gotta win these big races and do you feel like that's coming from the outside or something that you're pressure that you're putting on yourself?
1: I think there's I mean, a little bit of pressure coming from the outside, but I think most of the pressure is on, I put on myself and, um, no, I, I expect to, to win races and, but that sometimes hurts me, um, you know, going into these big races, like he said, um, you know, Sonoma is a pretty big race for the Canon series. We have 30 some cars and, um, I haven't done much road course racing. So, uh, being out here with people like Ryan Blaney, uh, Daniel Suarez and Kevin Harvick in this, today's race is, um, is a big learning experience. I think uh today's race would be successful just to uh to make it to the end and and learn from those guys and uh you know a win would be great but um no we just gotta keep the pressure off i think that's when i perform the best and um just kind of just keep looking ahead so the next interview i'm doing is with ryan blaney
0: um do you have a question i might be able to ask him uh when are you gonna do that
1: today or like next weekend i'm doing it tomorrow morning before the sonoma race Ask him what he learned in this today's race. Okay. There you go. What he learned to take tomorrow. I guess that's a pretty common question though. I don't know. Well it's it's not so
0: common in that
1: you know, running K and N, I'm sure the
0: cars are much more different than even like Xfinity versus Cup. K and N versus Cup I'm sure is a lot. So maybe he did take something from it, you know. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Guess we'll find out. We will find out. Thanks for joining us, Todd. Yeah, thank you. And Todd ended up finishing sixth in that Sonoma race. Kevin Harvick won. And another West Series driver, Will Rogers, uh, got a lot of the spotlight. I wrote about that this week. Kevin ended up uh, bringing him to Victory Lane the next day, um, gave him some sponsorship advice, had him on his serious radio show. So some good came of that. But Todd Gillan ended up finishing sixth. Um, short but sweet 12 questions today. A uh, much meatier, longer one tomorrow with the social spotlight. That is with Roush Fenway Racing's Jackson Martin. He's the man behind all the social accounts for Roush Fenway. And he had a lot to say. We really got into uh, the strategy of social media and all the things that Roush Fenway does. And that was that was some really interesting stuff. So I hope you'll tune back in for that one tomorrow. Um, I'm coming to you right now from my apartment in Portland, Oregon, but um, spending the day traveling to Daytona International Speedway, where I will be this weekend, and then covering the Coke Zero 400 on Saturday night. Hopefully, there will be no rain, um, although the forecast is a little bit iffy. But we'll we'll see. So again, make sure to check back in tomorrow for a really good social spotlight with Jackson Martin. And until then, thanks for listening to the Untitled. Jeff Gluck Podcast.